The Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, Episode 11. Welcome back to the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast. I'm Jim Gaston, your host. In the last episode of the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, we looked at the 1966 Time Magazine article in the travel section titled, On to the Outer Islands. This article described the soft and warm, relaxed lifestyle in Hawaii that causes visitors to experience Polynesian paralysis. Today we're going to look at a book about marijuana written by a medical doctor, Dr. Edward R. Bloomquist. The first edition of his book, titled Marijuana, was published in 1968. The second edition of this book was published in 1971 with the subtitle, The Second Trip. However, before we get to the book on marijuana, let me address another common question about Polynesian paralysis. The question many people have is, can you or should you experience Polynesian paralysis alone or with other people? The answer is, either way is possible. Sometimes it may be best to experience Polynesian paralysis alone because there are less distractions. Other times you may experience Polynesian paralysis with friends. It really does not matter. It is, however, important to note that Polynesian paralysis is not part of any organized religion and certainly does not require multiple people or a leader or a guide. Polynesian paralysis is so simple that anyone can experience it anytime, anywhere. In order to experience Polynesian paralysis, it does help to be outside in nature or a relatively quiet place. Calming sounds of nature, such as the ocean waves or a waterfall or birds singing, are helpful. You should try to avoid noisy places where people are talking or loud music is playing. While experiencing Polynesian paralysis, avoid moving or talking or any activity, except, of course, breathing naturally and slowly. Just observe nature and use all your senses to experience the moment. Relax and enjoy life. Be grateful and amazed at being alive. Let your thoughts come and go as you focus on your breath and being in the moment. Okay, let's get back to the book Marijuana by Dr. Edward R. Bloomquist. Who was Dr. Bloomquist? Edward Robert Bloomquist was a medical doctor, anesthesiologist, and educator. He was born March 12, 1924, in Iowa City, and attended Andrews University and Loma Linda University. After finishing medical school, Dr. Bloomquist was a resident anesthesiologist at White Memorial Hospital in Los Angeles. He was an associate clinical professor of anesthesiology at Loma Linda University and later at the School of Medicine at the University of Southern California. Dr. Bloomquist was married and had three children. From the cover of his book, Marijuana, The Second Trip, we find the following information about Dr. Bloomquist. For 20 years, Dr. Edward R. Bloomquist has researched the phenomena of drug abuse and the drug counterculture as a doctor, a parent, a narcotics consultant, and a friend of youth. As a specialist in anesthesiology, the branch of medicine which emphasizes the clinical aspects of pharmacology He has been a member of dangerous drug committees and advisory panels for the American Medical Association, the California Medical Association, the Federal Bureau of of Narcotics, and law enforcement agencies. Presently, in 1971, Dr. Bloomquist 
was chairman of the California Interagency Council on Drug Abuse. He has served as an expert witness for the courts and legislatures for several states. Because of his unusual rapport with young people and his extensive knowledge of drug abuse, Dr. Bloomquist is in great demand as a lecturer and radio television panelist. His enthusiastic audiences range from elementary school children to congressional bodies. Marijuana, the Second Trip, the second edition of a bestseller, reflects Dr. Bloomquist's empathy for youth as well as his extensive research into the effects of drugs on the human body. William Kahn, the district attorney for Nassau County, New York, wrote the foreword for Mr. Bloomquist's book. Nassau County is on the western end of Long Island near New York City. Mr. Kahn notes that as a district attorney, he has repeatedly witnessed the painful and distressing harm inflicted upon individuals, families, and society from drug experimentation and abuse, especially among young people. He also notes that this book by Dr. Bloomquist is a definitive work of integrity and scholarship. In easily understood layman's language, Dr. Bloomquist traces the history of marijuana from culture to culture, exploring the manner in which each society has sought to meet the problem. He brings into focus and clinically analyzes the varied and controversial positions taken on marijuana in a manner only possible for someone possessing his expertise in medicine and public health. If we look at the chapters in this book, we find the following. The history of weed. The world of marijuana. The pleasant effects. The physical effects. Bummers and bad trips. The major controversies of weed. The literature of cannabis use. The Law and Mary Jane, The Non-Drug Aspects of Pot. The final chapter is titled, Is There a Rational Approach? There is also an appendix in this book that lists the pros and cons of marijuana use, along with questions and answers. So although I have stated many times that Polynesian paralysis does not involve any drugs or medicines, not even marijuana or CBD products, Dr. Bloomquist does include the term Polynesian Paralysis in his book about marijuana. In the chapter on the pleasant effects of marijuana, page 84, Dr. Bloomquist refers to another medical professional, Dr. Sheldon Chaust, who was a psychiatrist and writer and proponent of legalized cannabis. According to Dr. Chaust, an adult using weed turns off adult reality and becomes like a child, the mind becomes free with no responsibilities. Dr. Chouse believes that marijuana was the fountain of youth and did not cause any harm. Dr. Bloomquist asks the following question. How far can one go with cannabis use before an irreversible disorientation and disassociation takes over? For even reality, not to mention fantasy, can dull the spirit in a syndrome of the so-called Polynesian paralysis. This form of indolence affects many visitors who stay too long in the South Pacific. Dr. Bloomquist also quotes an article written by Coles Finnessy from a January 15, 1968 Sports Illustrated magazine titled Bora Bora, A Paradise on a Precipice. Mr. Finnessy writes, Because they are both beautiful and bountiful, many of the small Polynesian islands that litter the South Pacific are dangerous places. At first, sight of such beguiling shores, too many men fall in love and jump ship, 
foolishly believing that they have found a paradise where the mangoes are never wormy and worrying is against the law. So the use of the term Polynesian paralysis in this book implies that both Polynesian paralysis and marijuana use can cause a person to relax. This, however, may be the only thing that Polynesian paralysis and marijuana have in common. It should be noted that the use of the term Polynesian paralysis in this book refers to the South Pacific and Bora Bora, not Hawaii. Although Dr. Bloomquist is a medical doctor, there is no evidence that Dr. Bloomquist ever visited Hawaii or experienced Polynesian paralysis himself. For more information about Polynesian paralysis, please visit our website at rxaloha.com. In the next episode of the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, we'll review an article that appeared in the March 1969 issue of the East Village Other, a unique American counterculture underground bi-weekly newspaper published in New York City in the 1960s. Until then, please take a few minutes each day to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. Enjoy Polynesian Paralysis. Paralysis.